you're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm Jacqueline, a spiritual baddie and astrology nerd. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations around trauma healing, relationships, astrology, health, and career. I'm here to share my resources so that you can truly turn your dreams into a reality. Hello everyone, welcome to Glow Radio episode 90. So as usual, I'm so excited to share with you guys what's going on in my life, what has changed as of late because a lot of things have drastically changed for the better and I'm very excited to share it with all you guys. So before we dive in, I do want to let you know that I have jumped onto the TikTok bandwagon hard like i'm full on in now so if you guys haven't yet go follow my tiktok account it's at jacqueline sun it's going to be linked in the description so make sure to check that out so today i'm going to talk about a bunch of things i'm going to talk about number one the big news of me getting laid off i'm going to talk about the human design what it is and why learning about it truly changed my life Number three, I'm going to talk about how I raised my vibrations and stepped into my power. And lastly, number four, I'm going to go over Pluto retrograde and how it can affect you and how it has been affecting me personally. So let's dive into it. Number one, me getting laid off. Yes, I did. It was, I can't remember when it was now. It was a few weeks ago. I think it's been like two, three weeks, almost a month coming up that I got laid off. And honestly, it was one of the best things that could happen to me because I knew that the universe was giving me a sign. The universe was pushing me to do what I really wanted to do in my life. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll kind of know my story. I've always had a very entrepreneurial spirit and I've done many projects in the past, many business ventures, and all of them pretty much didn't work out. Like all of them failed. And then I did an episode last year, I think it was, where I shared with you guys how I found my dream job. And it was my dream job at the time. Flashback to last year around March, I was looking for a new job because I had just gotten out of a toxic 13-year relationship. I had moved in with my best friend and I truly took a leap of faith there because we actually signed a lease without me even having a job yet. But I knew that I was going to find a source of income and for some reason, I just had so much confidence at that time and I truly feel like it was me trusting the universe, the universe having my back and just giving me that confidence. So I found this job and it was me being a marketing manager for a local YouTube production company. And everything was amazing about it. I still have very good relations with them. Like none of it ended on a bad note. My boss was amazing. He was so caring. And honestly, he felt so bad that I was getting laid off and my best friend also works with me and she was laid off at the same time so it was kind of like crazy for all of us so after that after getting laid off I really feel like I'm stepping into my power and I'm going to go into a little bit more about that later in this episode but to start it off I just want to say that I feel like the universe really shows us signs and really speaks to us and it's up to us to determine how we want to feel about it because 
Obviously, getting laid off, you could view it as a very negative thing. I could be very discouraged and just feel bad about it. But when it happened, I felt so excited. I was, it's kind of like a thrilling experience. And yes, it did trigger a lot of my limiting beliefs to come up, which I'm still healing from now. And like this mindset of lack, which was stemmed from my childhood. And I'm still dealing with all those things. I'm going to get into it in a bit. But I've truly learned that whenever I feel uncomfortable, that just means that breakthrough is coming. And I've really learned to embrace this feeling of discomfort because I just know that I'm meant to learn something and there is something better for me waiting just around the corner. And it's funny because I was telling myself, you know, after failing, quote unquote, so many entrepreneur projects that I was going to stay at this job for as long as I could because it was very comfortable. Like it was very nice and honestly, it was it was everything that I had wanted in a job after going through so many difficult ones in the past, difficult roles and just roles that didn't fulfill me. But deep down, I knew that there was still something missing in this role, even though everything on the outside looked really amazing, like my coworkers were awesome, I was getting paid a good salary, the work I didn't mind doing, but ultimately it wasn't like sparking joy for me. It wasn't a hell yes. And after learning about my human design, which I'm going to get into in a bit, I truly realized that particularly for my type, I really need to do things that are a hell yes for me. And if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. So after I got laid off, I was like, oh my God, this is totally a sign from the universe because I didn't want to leave my job. And in the past, I've quit so many of my jobs out of my own free will because I wanted to do my own thing. And then I was like, I, I feel like I'm in a different place now, you know, like I'm older, I have more bills to pay, even though that shouldn't be an excuse, but I felt like I wanted to be really secure before leaping into my own project. And I wanted to just like do my projects on the side. And once they were really, really successful, then I would quit my job. Like that was my plan. But the universe is like, nope, you're ready now. So kind of like threw me into it. But honestly, I am so thankful and I'm in such a better place now. So after getting laid off, that first week was kind of like hell for my mindset and my anxiety. Like I was definitely very, very triggered. So I was so triggered because all these feelings of lack were coming up for me. I mentioned to you guys that I read the book, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And I bought her workbook recently. And in the workbook, there's a lot of writing prompts that help you bring up any limiting beliefs that you may have gotten from either your parents, early teachers, bosses, just any authoritative figure in your upbringing. And one of the things that I really noticed was how my family has a big lack mindset. And especially with my dad, I feel like, My dad is very good at handling finances, I would say, and he's like got his shit together. But I feel like even though he does, he still has a lot of fear about not having enough, not having enough money, just not having enough resources. And I feel like because 
I was surrounded by that kind of mindset in my upbringing, I really inherited it as well. So during the first week when I got laid off, I'm like literally calculating how much money I have in the bank. And I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to last? And just like freaking out like I was like crying to my boyfriend about it. And but the funny thing is that like I'm not even in a bad place right now. Like I have enough savings to last me a little while. And I'm sure the universe is going to provide if I just trust my intuition and listen to divine guidance. So that first week, I was just going back and forth. Literally one day, I would wake up in the morning with so much anxiety. And I just, I feel like every time I don't feel well, like when my histamine intolerance acts up, I know there's something in my mindset that I need to heal emotionally and mentally. So I knew something was coming up. And then I'm like, oh my God, one day I'm crying. But then the next day, I would like raise my vibrations and then find something that would really motivate me and inspire me. And it's really funny because I would go back and forth in between like very extremes. And now I still go through, you know, ups and downs, but I feel like it's not as drastic as that first week was. But who knows in the future, you know, we all go through ups and downs. But I knew that I needed to go through that because something great would come out of it. And I feel like right now I am riding a pretty good wave, not saying that I don't have doubt sometimes, but I feel like I've entered a new level of healing. So that's on getting laid off. Moving on to number two, I do want to chat about the human design. So what the human design is, it's kind of like a personality test, but also not really because it's more like a philosophy and it combines a bunch of things like astrology, Asian philosophies, the chakra system, just a bunch of things together. And it's based on the time you're born, where you're born, kind of like what you would do if you're finding your astrology birth chart. And how I found out about this, I feel like it was guidance from the universe. For some reason, I felt very intuitively called to go drive, to drive to this park. And during the drive there, I decided to listen to a podcast and I was very drawn to this podcast about the human design. And after listening to it, it truly changed my life. I shared it with my best friend. It's changed her life. And now we just like talk about it all the time. So basically, there are five different types of human design. And I am a generator. So for generators, our main strategy in life is to respond to things. And it's not necessarily to initiate a lot of the time. And when I found this out, I was like, oh my goodness, this speaks to me so much. Because thinking to my parents, I would often get mad at my mom because I'm like, why are you not asking me questions? Like she would just assume things and kind of Like if she doesn't hear from me, she'll automatically assume that I'm in a bad place instead of asking me how I am. And I realized that's because I like to respond in life. Like I like to have people ask me questions. And I've known this about myself, like even before, even like currently, one of my goals in life is really to be interviewed by a lot of people and like speak on panels so that I can answer questions and just finding that out in my human design has been so validating for me. 
So there's a bunch of aspects to the human design. I really recommend that you look into it. It can seem very complicated at first, but once you dive into it, it's just so validating. And I did hear about the human design like a few months ago before I listened to the podcast. But after listening to that podcast, I feel like it broke it down for me a lot simpler and it made it easier for me to understand. So it's funny how like the universe works in that way. Like sometimes the timing isn't right yet. You might learn about something. Someone might suggest something to you. But at that time, you're like, you're not ready for it yet. But then it can pop up again in your life like way later. This was like months later for me. And it's just funny how the universe works that way. So my parents are both projectors. So that's their type of human design. And it's interesting because my boyfriend, I found out, is a projector. My best friend is a projector. And I feel like this has to do with something like, you know, we tend to attract people who are similar to our parents. And sometimes this can be in a negative and toxic way when you're young. Like, I definitely feel like I attracted my toxic ex because he is actually very, very similar to my mom. And I realized that like after I left that relationship. So both of my parents are projectors and projectors are people who need a lot more rest than the average individual. And their strategy in life is to be invited. So my best friend was saying like, she's always felt like she was meant to be invited to somewhere in the world to like host a retreat or something like in Bali. And that's like been her dream. And just by her finding out her human design, it validated her so much. But for me as a generator, generators actually don't need that much rest, but they do still need rest. Everyone needs rest, but generators need to like exert themselves throughout the day doing things that really make them passionate and really make them happy. And they will like renew themselves overnight after they sleep and then they can have more energy the next day. For myself, even though I, was, I, was, I am a generator, I feel like I didn't take time to rest like for almost 30 years of my life. And then last year, my health really knocked me out and I was pretty much bedridden for like a whole year. And that's because I didn't rest before. So I just want to share that with you guys because rest is so important. And just remember that when you are resting, the universe is still working on your side and rest works for you, not against you. And I feel like in the past years of my life, I would do a lot of things because I felt like I needed to. I felt like I should, you know, I wasn't doing them because it was something I was very passionate about or something that was a hell yes for me. And for generators, it's really important for them to do things that they truly enjoy because that's how they're going to lift the energy of the people around them. Another part I wanted to mention is that there's different like body centers in your chart, I would say it kind of relates to the chakra systems. And one that I do want to point out is the splenic center. So each of these different centers, you can either have them open or closed in your chart. For me, I have an open splenic center. And that means that I need to test out things in life and I need to make mistakes and learn from them because my intuition doesn't necessarily tell me right away that something is not good for me. I need to go and try it out for myself. And that just made so much sense to me because both my parents have a closed splenic center or a, a defined splenic center. 
I hope I'm getting these terms right. Don't quote me on it. But so they have a defined splenic center. And that means that their intuition tells them like right away if something is wrong for them. And I feel like that just brings up so much from my childhood because my mom would always say like she would always try to protect me from making mistakes because she's like, you shouldn't indulge in making mistakes. Like, yes, mistakes are fine. But like, if you know it's wrong, why would you do it? But for me, like I need to really test things out, experiment and make the mistakes so then I can truly learn for myself. And me and my mom would get into so many arguments about that. Like that was actually one of our latest arguments that we had previously before I I really set boundaries with her. So that I want to mention. And another thing is that there's like these four different arrows in your human design chart and they have to do with your kind of day-to-day routine like your eating style and your environment and then it also talks about your perspective so I really love that the human design can also talk about what nutrition is best for you and your eating habits and it made so much sense to me because I feel like I'm intuitively already attracted to what my human design was telling me and it was just once again so validating for me so for myself I learned that I need to have a more structured eating routine meaning like I need to eat around the same time each day and also for my environment I like to be in a similar environment every single day going to a place that I love And I find that this is very true for me because even though I'm at home, you know, right now I'm working on my own things at home. I like to stay in the same spot every single day to do my work. But some people, they like to have a variety of environments. So this could mean going to a different room if you're working at home or going to a different room even in the office. So I feel like finding that stuff out really makes a lot of sense and can really help you be your best self when you know what works for you. And as for perspective wise, this was super interesting to me. So for myself, it's actually more beneficial for me to have looser and more general goals and plans. I'm not someone who does well with very specific goals. And I found that this is very true for me because even when I manifested things last year, when I was manifesting the most recent job that I had, when I was manifesting my soulmate, my boyfriend, my healthy relationship, They were very general lists of what I wanted to manifest. It talked about more how I wanted to feel in the relationship, how I wanted to feel in the work environment. Like I wanted a really good boss who would teach me a lot of things. I wanted coworkers that I got along with. And once I made my my list more general in that way, it was so easy for me to manifest what I want, what I wanted. But in the past, when I made my list very specific, it would never work out for me. So a very specific goal would be like, I want to make $80,000 a year working for this company. And that just didn't work out for me. So it was very interesting to find that out. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't work for everyone. Because, for example, my best friend and my boyfriend, they do better with very specific goals. And whenever they have a specific goal, they're able to manifest it in their life. So I just highly recommend looking up your human design because you can see which habits and kind of like what techniques and strategies you can use in your life to truly just be your best self. 
Moving on from that, I'm going to talk about point number three, raising my vibrations and stepping into my power. So I came across a YouTube video by the gem goddess, and she was talking about how to raise your vibrations. And basically, this was a way to manifest anything you want in your life. And she was saying how our energy just matters so much. And if you're not able to manifest the things that you want, it's because of your energy. And I feel like that video just spoke to me so, so much. And in the beginning, like I was really scared that I was still coming from a lack mindset and just like having a lot of fear and not wanting that to to manifest in my life. Because I know that when you have more fear, you're going to attract more negative things. And I truly feel like your vibes and your energy make such a big difference because I just know if I'm having like a bad day, if I'm feeling like more negative that day, I feel like I attract more negativity when I'm driving. Like someone will honk at me for something or, you know, I'll just have more anger on the road. And that's not common for me because usually I don't get a lot of road rage. Like I'm pretty calm when I'm driving. So I just know that if that's happening to me, it's because my energy is low that day and I'm not channeling high vibes. So after finding that out, I also discovered another girl on TikTok. Her name is Iris Daly and she did a video on how to manifest the things that you want. She's like a hypnotherapist. I bought her meditation and she was saying how in order to manifest the things that you want, you really need to feel them in your body and this is something that I've known before you know I learned this when I was learning from Dr. Joe Dispenza his meditations his teachings and I feel like a lot of these spiritual things are all very similar but they're just kind of in different techniques and different strategies and it's it's fine to find different ways to kind of work through them throughout your life because we have different seasons, we have different chapters, and one thing, one way may work for, us, work for us in one season, but we evolve, you know, we transform, and I feel like I'm constantly finding different ways to help me be a better person. So I did her meditation, and I love how she teaches when to write out your meditations. This is the way she writes it. So she'll say, I'm so grateful, and my chest is so warm now that... Now that blank. And so you really want to say it in the present tense and feel it. Like, I feel like by saying the part where my chest is so warm, it helps me really feel it in my body. And using this, like, quote or writing prompt, I decided to make up my own manifestation. And that was, I am so grateful and my chest is so warm now that I only attract high vibe people. I feel like that's something that's very important to me. And once I started saying that, saying that affirmation and believing it in my body, I just kept discovering people like online, on social media that I was so inspired and motivated by. And I truly feel like it's because I was raising my vibrations and, you know, changing my energy about this and I feel like when you do this it also helps the people around you know you know like I feel like I share with my friends and it truly lifts them up too and sometimes when you raise your vibes you'll find that some people fall away in your life and 
you just grow apart and that's okay too you know it, it's all about setting boundaries and seeing which types of people you want to surround yourself with so I feel like all of this has been happening for a reason because I've been raising my vibes and I shared with you guys in previous episodes how I've been setting boundaries with my parents, especially my mom, because we had a huge blow up a few months ago and it truly made me realize how much trauma I still have from my childhood. And I haven't talked to my mom for about, I would say like four or five months now. And I feel like because I took that space, I was truly able to enter this next level of healing. And I'm still dealing with it. You know, there's still a lot of feelings that come up for me and a lot of guilt and shame that comes up for me when I'm setting my boundaries. And it's just crazy how we can become conditioned to feel this way when it's okay to do what's best for you. It's okay to set boundaries. But I'm still shedding all this guilt and shame that I was taught from my upbringing. And especially because my parents and probably their ancestors were also taught this. So... I'm still working on that and I will tell you guys more about it in a future episode. So another thing I wanted to chat about is confirmations from the universe. So as I raised my vibrations, I feel like there's just so much confirmation. Like I just gained a lot of confidence to share my story, especially on Instagram. Like I've been sharing healing tips every single day, just the resources I've been using. And in the past, I was so afraid to do that, and I realized why, and a few things. So when I was in my toxic relationship for 13 years, my ex was very insecure, and I feel like he was very critical of himself and of me. So he would criticize me for a bunch of things. You know, he would criticize me for my taste in music and just like what I like to wear. It was just very simple things, and I felt like I wasn't allowed to like the things that I liked. And I, it made me very insecure. Like, I was like, everyone is going to judge me. Why am I talking about this or why am I sharing about it? And then finally now I realize that I am meant to do this. You know, it is literally my calling to share with people how I'm healing because I want to help others heal. And it's just crazy how, you know, someone in your life can take that power away from you and... Another thing is that I used to have a good friend back in the day, like we're not friends anymore, but I remember when Snapchat just came out and I really enjoyed using it. I was kind of using it like how Instagram stories is now, you know, a lot of people share their lives on Instagram stories and I would just like talk about things on my Snapchat. And then she just made a comment saying like, oh my God, your Snapchats are so long. Like they're supposed to be short, you know, like people don't listen to them. And then I was just so hurt by that. And I just felt so triggered and insecure because I feel like it's already, it was already like a deep rooted insecurity of mine from my childhood, probably because my parents were very critical. And I felt like by her saying that, it just, killed me like it paralyzed me and I, I didn't want to share on my stories anymore because I was like oh my god everyone is judging me and now I realize that you know she was not a good friend and I'm I'm very glad that I don't talk to her anymore and I'm surrounded by supportive friends now but that really killed me and I feel like I just want to share that because it took me so long to realize my power 
And hopefully by me sharing this, it can help kickstart some of your journeys because even if someone says something like that to you, you know, haters are going to hate. But if you know your true power and your true worth, it doesn't matter what other people say. And I feel like I've only very, very recently realized this and truly understood what it meant through practicing my affirmations, learning from the You Can Heal Your Life book. Like only by doing that, it has truly changed my mindset or else these limiting beliefs would have still been holding me back. So I hope that that helps you guys. And I feel like ever since I started sharing more on my Instagram, on my TikTok, I've just gotten such a positive response. And so many people have messaged me saying that it's helped them. And honestly, I am so grateful. Like, I feel like that gives me a lot of confirmation that this is what I'm meant to be doing. And in the past, I do, I do feel like everything happens for a reason. Like, I've been sharing my life, you know, quite often on social media. I used to vlog a lot on YouTube. But when I watch those old videos, I can sense that my energy was very different. And I've always been a very loud individual. I joke about it a lot. I have an Aries Mercury. And in my videos before, I felt like I was being more loud because I was seeking approval from other people. And I feel like that's because I always wanted approval from my parents. That's where it stemmed from. And then I would speak in a way that was like louder and kind of like looking for approval. And that's probably why I wasn't successful before with all my entrepreneur projects because that was the type of energy I was putting out. But now when I watch back my content and things that I create, I feel like whenever I'm loud, I'm excited about things and it's not because I want approval from anyone. And if I do ever catch myself sounding like that, I know it's something I need to change in my mindset. It's something I need to reflect on. And it's just very interesting to see that journey and to see how far I've come. So another confirmation that I received from the universe was I watched this tarot reading on YouTube the other day by Kino Tarot. And oh my goodness, her reading, it was about where you will be in three years. And it was one of the most accurate readings I've ever watched on YouTube. And she was basically going over everything that I'm manifesting now in my dream life to the T. And I'm just so excited for everything. And I can't wait to share more with you guys. But highly recommend checking out her videos because her reading was on point. So moving on to the last thing I wanted to talk about today, Pluto retrograde. So we enjoyed, I think it was about two months of zero planets in retrograde. And man, that felt nice. It was amazing. And we are moving forward. But now Pluto is in retrograde. Mercury is going in retrograde soon. But I wouldn't look at it as a negative thing because I feel like when planets are in retrograde, it's truly an invitation for us to revisit things and to look deeper within ourselves to see what we need to heal. So Pluto goes retrograde once a year for about five months at a time. So it went retrograde on April 27th and it's going to be in retrograde until October 6th this year, 2021. And when Pluto is in retrograde, it invites us to really look at our personal lives and where we need to transform because Pluto is the planet of transformation, rebirth, renewal, power, and control. 
And it can look, it can bring up some areas where we might have power struggles in our life, or it could show us where we need to let go of control, or it can show us what we need to kill off in our lives, what needs to die in order for us to rebuild something better. So I feel like Pluto is a really amazing planet because it's so transformational, it's so deep, and it can really bring great transformation and healing in our lives. So Pluto is going retrograde in Capricorn. So that means that the areas in our life that could be particularly highlighted might include our professional life, where we need to set boundaries and structure because Capricorn is a sign of um, limits and restrictions because it's ruled by Saturn. So for myself, I do feel like a lot of this is coming up. And if you want to see how it's going to affect you personally, see where Pluto falls in your houses. So Pluto falls in my fourth house, which is the house of family, foundations, my home life. And I feel like when Pluto went in retrograde, I felt so much leftover anger for my mom come up and just so many things were triggering me. I'm still going through it right now and I feel like I'm probably going to be going through it for the next little while since Pluto is in retrograde. So I know that there is more there for me to heal. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. You know, it might feel like hell sometimes. It feels uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. But I know that something better is coming on the other side. So Hopefully you guys all have a good Pluto retrograde. I'm probably going to have a bunch more episodes coming out while Pluto is still in retrograde and then Mercury retrograde is coming up soon. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes up during these times. So that's all I had for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys do enjoy the podcast, make sure to go on iTunes, leave us a review. Check me out on all social media, Instagram at underscore Jacqueline Sun. I have all the links in the description. Just thank you so much and I love you all. I will see you in the next episode.